Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence control. We can pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. How's it going? With a bang. You know, hey, we're doing good. It's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. You know, memorizing or uh, I guess memorizing, commemorating, commemorating all the fallen soldiers. I just remember last year, um, Kamala Harris tweeted out, enjoy the long weekend. Like a bitch. Yeah. Like, what the f- Her in her brown suit. <laughs> yeah. Piece of shit. Ugly brown suit. Well, I mean, she is a piece of shit. So. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, no, it is, uh, it's a big day, yeah, you know? So that, it's something just, weird with the right headphone. <clears throat> it's, uh. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, a day that I think is, is an important day, you know? Yeah. Uh, I am not a veteran myself. None of us in here are, but I got a lot of family members that are, and yep. I know a lot of people that have passed. So me too. You know, yeah. Uh, my uncle, well, I guess uncle on my wife's side, so uncle in law, he died mm. and had a military funeral type of thing. Yeah, where they actually came up here and they did it in like a backyard type of thing. So it was like, um, oh, that's pretty cool. They traveled all the way up here. It was, you know, they they kind of were like, hey. Um, Traffic's going to be slow on the highway. Like they went all down Ocean Beach Highway, just kind of like. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those you know in mean? town. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah, it kind of is, you know. It's cool, man. It's deserving. Yeah. It blocks the road for uh, you people know, like a pull minute, their but, cars over and like salute and shit. Hell yeah. It's fucking great, dude. It was awesome, dude. But no, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's, yeah. There's a lot of people that's been through some crazy shit. And uh, even some of the people that didn't pass away, uh, you know, I have so much respect for them because I, I mean, I have I have a, a long time uh, family friend of ours, and since I was a little kid, we call him Uncle Dick. Uncle Dicky. He's not an uncle, but he is an uncle. You know what I'm saying? But I get um, you. he was actually a sniper in uh, in Vietnam. Yeah. And uh, boy, like he's had a rough go, man. Some of the flashbacks and shit. He was actually highly decorated back back at the time. Um, but dude, the flash, some of the yeah. stories, it's it's rough. Yeah, like PTSD. Yeah, before that American Sniper stuff came out, like, I remember we used to go to the Rod Round. He's a big hot rod guy. And, uh, you know, like I said, he was around our family, but he'd had a couple conversations with us. And uh, before that movie came out and you kind of got a glimpse of, you know, it's obviously Hollywood version of it, but you obviously got a glimpse of, like, how uh, 
how awful some of that stuff is. Especially, I mean, snipers, yeah. man, you're looking like, I mean, you're looking right in their face. Yeah, you bro. get a close-up view of their death. In a lot of situations, I guess. But, um, yeah, he, he kind of told us about that and, you know, relived some of that. And it was like, man, I don't know how the fuck, you know. It's and, brutal. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> it is. But, so, anyways, uh, I mean, we're going to have more conversation on that uh, probably the next episode, I would imagine. But, sure. Um, had a great time last night. Dude, I was just saying, I told the Telegram chat, that was probably one of my favorite episodes we've done. Really Really fun, dude. I mean, the new additions. We had Sarah Tyler on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's awesome. Everything. Sarah, Sarah Ann Tyler, not Sarah Tyler. Oh, what Sarah, did I say? Sarah, you said Sarah Tyler. Sarah oh, Tyler. Like it, kind of sound it sounded like, like, like a, it was a first name. Last okay, name. I'll say it like Borat. <laughs> Sarah Tyler <laughs> or and and would be appropriate. No, there you go. Uh, it always is a good time and uh, very loose and very fun and. Uh, People were kind of putting their two cents out. It was great, dude. Yes. You know, and that's what's cool about those paranormal is, um, you know, it's not a huge group, which is which is fine with us. Um, you know, obviously they, they pay into it and uh, we don't care if it's five or, or 100. Like the group that's in there is awesome. Um, and it's not always like we had we talked about uh, giants, Nephilims. We talked about. Dude, yes. Um, ancient. The fucking book of Enoch. Yeah, dude. It got it got oh, cool. Yeah. And, you know, that's not for everyone. But what's cool about it is everybody's engaged and they they take part in it. And some are going to be more exciting to you than others. Yeah. But it, there's like always a couple people in the group that are into something that we're talking dude, about. Yes. The knowledge that is brought. It's like. Yeah. Hell yeah. But once again, dude, we ended the show and uh, Flex, man, our boy Flex, dude, he, he's like, all right, man, now that the podcast's over to start the other podcast. I mean, literally, they just hung <laughs> out as long as we kept it running. People were shooting the shit. So we just hopped yeah. back on. Two hours, man. We we really enjoy it. We spent a lot of time doing it. So that's if that's something that would interest you guys, maybe talk to some of the people, man, uh, in the chat in here and just ask about it. I mean, it's it, to me, it's a great time. I don't want to speak for the people listening, but I enjoy it thoroughly. So Hell if yes. there's something you're interested, in, man, go check out Patreon. Sign up, man. It's Twenty yeah. bucks. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. It's twenty bucks. Uh, but with that twenty bucks, you're getting not only that paranormal show, but you're getting the ten dollar tier which is the every Friday call-in shows, yeah. which are also one of our favorite shows. And 20% off merch, bro. And 20% I mean, you off you get merch. it at cost. It, do we have a picture of our new shirt that Chris designed? I'll pull it up. Yeah, we, we like got a, a new shirt that's up, right? Is it up? So, 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 yeah. say by the bay. so it's we're, like a 90s yeah. version of Pardon My American. We've had a hiatus with the shirts. I got I to gotta admit, when we did our own shirts and we were sending them off, it kind of was a burnout. I got to be honest with you a little bit because we were so stressed with everything going on. But we're back to... Being creative. Uh, Chris came up with this fun 90s style, like early 90s style, man. Saved by the bell. Yeah. Uh, I really fucking j- dig it. Very festive. Like this thing could be a target. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. You know, uh, but I'm, I'm digging the shirt. You guys check this out. Chris is uh, popping it up right now. Um, we got it up on the site. All right. Yes. Ready to go. Yeah. So, I mean, 20 bucks. Yeah, ni- yeah. Nice tea. You know, if you get 20% off. Was that. it 1999? 1999 it's not even 20 bucks yeah buddy the year but if you are a member right is that the 10 dollar tier as well or that's 20 uh 20 20 gets 20 percent off yeah so yeah man you get the shirt for 16 bones fuck yeah i like it so yeah and then i I think moving forward you know we're gonna be working out more merch deals and all this shit you know what i mean 100 i have some great ideas i know you got great ideas chris is popping out ideas we really want to get back to like having cool merch, man, and yeah. just having creative merch. And uh, I'm feeling rejuvenated. We had an awesome conversation last night after the podcast. I yep. had a really great conversation about what we're doing going forward. Yep. And uh, those are the kind of things that we all need in this group to like feel good and be like, yes, we got a plan. Hell we yeah. know what the fuck we're doing, dude. We put our dicks in a circle. We go, 
Let's do it on three. What's the Yvon call? Gay chicken? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Where he's like, you just grab the other person's <laughs> dick and whoever gets hard first loses. <laughs> yeah. You know? It was like gay Star Wars. Dude, Theo Vaughn is, is so fucking funny to me, dude. I, I really do get a kick out of him, man. I was going through his, his clips with Chris last night, and I swear every like every clip that you go through, like that first three seconds is just a grabber, bro. Like you just want to know what, what he's like, talking what about. What the fuck is he talking about now? Yeah. Lost his Virginia behind a bowling alley. I need to know more. <laughs> and he's getting yeah. rocks thrown at him. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he, he's lived a wild life. You know? He has, dude. He's good, though. But anyways, um, so we're gonna, we got some some conversations. Yes. Um, unfortunately, because of like the Noke Friday show, and then we did the Saturday uh, paranormal show, we're a little bit behind the eight ball here. A little bit. But well, we did want to come out. No, know? there's some that's coming out. But I'm saying we definitely want to talk a little bit more about the Texas shooting. Um, yeah. There's a few things that, like you said, have come out recently that are alarming. Well, so Chris, if you go to our Twitter, I have, I, yeah, it's in our bookmarks and it's basically a timeline and you have like this little schematic. I got this schematic from the Daily Mail, but I just snipped it into here and I put a tweet there. So it gives you, you know, bullet points of timelines and this elaborate timeline came out and you've had, you know, the, the sheriff speak out, you had footage of the parents wanting to go in and they're getting held back by the police officers being threatened to be tased, shot, yeah. restrained and all that shit. But eventually this um, elaborate timeline came out and right off the bat, if you look at this, it says a teacher props the door open. Okay. And now that is the big revelation to me. A teacher yep. opened the door. Cause that was why we were like, how did this guy get into the building? You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in elementary school. Yeah. And, you know, if a teacher props open the door, maybe she's letting in some fresh breeze or something, you know, whatever. She's not expecting a, a shooter to show up, right? We'll give her that, I guess. So this says at 1127 a.m., the teacher props the door open. At 1128, so one minute later, Ramos crashes his truck into that ditch and then shoots at two people at a funeral home around the same time. And then bullet number four here says... Shoots at the school at 11.31 a.m. The school cop drives past Ramos at 11.32 a.m. And then Ramos enters the school at 11.33. And so I, I know that there's there's another timeline out there where it actually... 12 minutes. Yeah, there's like a 12-minute timeline out there. Yeah, there, there's one that actually shows where the teacher goes to room 132 or something, grabs the phone, calls 911, and then goes back to the door, but it remains open. She didn't lock the fucking door. It was she or he, whoever the teacher was. I'm assuming it's a she. But so where'd you where'd you get this from? <clears throat> from the Daily Mail. The only thing I think is that I, I have questions. I, I haven't seen this like fully. Is like the initial time frame was 12 to 13 minutes. Yeah, Chris, from, the spider from, just landed on your fucking head, bro. Oh my god! There it is. <clears throat> I see it. Wow! There it is. I Look at that it. little bad boy. Just clap him. He did. He did. <laughs> I was just, I was uh, sorry. I, that was just shit. really distracting because I was like, I watched this dude. thing just dangle. I'm like, Chris oh my God, that just fuck spider. <laughs> yeah, Chris is happy dance, dude. <sighs> yeah. Where the fuck, dude? That Why thing they, was after me? Dude, they died bombing me. They fucking do it on purpose, bro. I don't know. Uh, it, ha it happened to me in the living room, man. <laughs> it happened to me in the fucking living room. And that fucker came down like right on my groin area, dude. I just saw it coming down like it was aiming for the dick. And I don't understand it. They fucking know what's up. Ooh, There's a yeah. huge living room. Yeah. You fucking pick my dick. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like it at all, dude. Sorry. Dude. Sorry. Dude. I had to say something. Nah, like, so, so dude, I, I didn't fucking get on me. I would have destroyed this whole room. Yeah. We, we, should, we should probably not leave the windows open. Is that another one right there? 
Look at that bad boy. Oh, God. That's the that thing's <laughs> smaller than my pinky nail. God damn, we got to fucking bomb this place. Yeah, I'm glad I'm moving. moving. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> we can deal with scorpions and shit. Well, anyway, I, I found the actual timeline that uh, it's not the Daily Mail version. It looks like they went into some editorial aspects here. They shortened sure. it. Yeah, okay. But at 11.28, you had the two men. Uh, this is when the teacher runs into 132. So right after he crashes into the ditch, the yep. teacher must have heard this. She ran to room 132 to re- retrieve a phone and then ran back to the door. The door is left open. Yeah, fatal mistake there. Right? And so between 1127 and 1133, she could have sh- shut the door. Yeah. But after 1133, that's when the guy went into the, the school. I mean, what crazy... Okay, so if this is accurate, you know, I'm just going to I'm gonna throw the if out there because obviously, you know, it seems pretty accurate, right? Yeah. They, it's they just how it fucking of- coincidental is it that she opens the door up one minute before he crashes directly across? Like, we looked at some of the, the, the other stuff and it looked like where he wrecked straight shot. Exactly. To that fucking open door. Yeah. Like, that's fucking weird to me, dude. Yeah. And then the uh, the police officer wasn't at the school at the time, although he was driving around because... This schematic shows that he was driving past the shooter. Yeah. Right. And then he went around the back parking lot and mistook or he mistakenly thought that there was a teacher that was the shooter. But then he parked a car, went in. So there's just a lot of weird aspects to this. And, you know, my wife's a teacher. And I asked, I was like, you know, do you have an on site police officer all the time? She's like, yeah. Uh, But he wasn't there the other day. You know that. And I'm like, what? Why wasn't he there? I, I don't know. Must have had a training or sick or yeah. like, and there's no one to take his place if he's gone or something. There's one at the other school. Okay. But what about that school? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, D thank you so much for that super chat. She says, do you have a onesie for newborn grandson? Uh, we can make, we one. can make one. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. We'll throw one up. Yeah. We missed you last night. D yeah, we wanted D? that background. We talked about you D <laughs> like she comes with the zoom backgrounds you every know time. I mean? Like, it's just like we actually look forward to, like, what is she picking this yeah. time? I'm, like, in the, the shower ru- rubbing my armpits, like, I wonder what that background's going to be. D-, D-, D just hit us up on, uh, yeah. hit us up, but we will put one up. We've had him before. And we'll, we'll the onesies. Do, yeah. yeah, we'll do a onesie for you. No problem. Yes. So, this, the whole, f- the shooting just doesn't make sense, man. I mean, we talked about the gear that this guy had. What did he have? He had... um Thousands of dollars. Between yeah, that was so. Grand. That was one thing. So was one, when you said a revelation with the door, that was kind of one of my things. Was where did he get the money for all this shit? Yeah, dude. I yes. saw there's um there's some great videos of people talking about it and much more knowledgeable than myself. Um, these ARs were were like made to order ARs. They're not like no. <clears throat> they're not low lower level ARs. You know, they're not your six seven hundred dollar ones. They were like twenty two hundred dollars, two thousand twenty two hundred dollars. They were ordered. Yeah, they have to be made, shipped to a local business. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe he fucking like did j- odd jobs and saved up a bunch of money. Like m- maybe, like work at Wendy's. I don't know because that's what he did. But but he didn't a five have a grand, and that's just twenty two hundred dollars. And he had a couple of them, right? Two, and then plus ammo, plus apparently Dude, he, he had, was wearing he had, armor. Plus, he had high end like scopes on these fucking things yes, too. Yeah. What's weird to me is, listen, if you're, I'm not trying to say that there's a lot of 18 year olds in this country who are very knowledgeable on, on guns. Yeah. 
um, who grew up with them, who understand them, who shoot them. Doesn't appear that this kid had a family that was like big gun family. Uh, you know, just just I'm, that's my observation. That doesn't mean it's not true. Yeah. Um, but there are people that are like the fact that he knows that this top of the line, like scope, like this is one of the best. I didn't even know that this existed. Like he For was sure. really like doing this. Yeah. What training have you had? Like. Yeah. Did your, like you said, did your family know? Did they sign you up well, for Well, it's like, I mean, I, I'm, this is not, uh, this is, I'm saying this not in a way to be insensitive to the yeah. situation because it's, it's a horrendous situation. For sure. But if your, if your motive is to go and do what he did, right? And just as much carnage as possible. Yeah. What do you care about a scope, high end scope? What exactly. do you care about a $2,200 gun? Melissa. Uh, Says my veterans group said it was given by government or cartels. Oh boy, Chris, can you go to our Gmail real quick and open up the link that I just sent you? Because there's a list, and this is a Gateway Pundit article. Yeah, that last one. Yep. And if you scroll down in the beginning of the uh, article, you have a list right there with the bullet points, and it says, "Before you know, we get started on this timeline, we must first ask an extremely important question: How did an 18-year-old man with no known no known employment, who is living with his grandma because of an addicted mother, afford?" And it goes on to list this, and it says, two expensive firearms made by Daniel Defense, two thousand dollars each." I heard one of them was a Dan. It doesn't matter. An EOTech. Optic, so these high-end scopes, scopes right? Yeah. Four hundred to seven hundred dollars. You have sixteen or one thousand six hundred and fifty-seven rounds of two, two, three uh, ammo. Yep, that's around a thousand dollars. Body armor anywhere between five hundred and a grand, and over sixty magazines, twenty or ten to twenty dollars each. Sixty. Yeah. So what, what are you doing with that? Right? How you did, know, it's just like I, if, that's six to eight thousand dollars worth of gear right there. I guess if you don't give a shit, you don't give a shit. You know, I guess if you're like going to go out with a bang, you're going to just spend on whatever you want. But well, and people were asking about the truck, too. I guess that was a high end. Nice fucking Ford. was a Silverado Ford. It was like an F-150 or F- what was it, Chris? You remember that? F-350? F-250. F-250. I think it was. So whose whose was that? Was that his, was his grandma's? grandparents or, you know? And like he crashed it. Did he know how to drive that thing? Well, he didn't have a license. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. It's fucking weird, man. It's fishy. Yeah, it's fishy, but it's like, you know, it's, that's the thing is you can say a whole lot about this and, and there's no like definitive. I'm not going to be that guy that is going to come out here and just tell you like, this is 100%. No. Government done. Cartel done. Like well, the thing is, is like, it could be, that's the problem. Yeah. And where you kind of got to kind of walk it because there's nothing that says he's just not a crazy dude. Stole some kind of a credit card. I mean, people steal. We, we have aura, right? People steal credit cards, yeah, man. You they, your ass. they they fucking there's ways to do it. Uh, there's maybe he did something like that. Um, to me, it's like, you know, to to have those weapons and the, that those uh, that the scopes and the body armor <clears throat> and the whole nine sixty magazines. Like it's a well thought out thing. I just uh, having a hard time, and they, they're coming out. Some of the news is saying that he was bullied. Uh, there's other like classmates of his that are coming out saying like, no, nah, I'm gonna fucking. Nick's that fucking narrative. Like the kid was a bully. Like he he was never ah. fucking bullied. Like he bullied people and nobody nobody bought into his bullying, which pissed him off. Apparently he supposedly liked to try to push people's buttons and everybody's like, man, fucking turd. Like get out of here. You know? Yeah. 
And so that was the thing is it wasn't he was bullied. Um, at least that's what multiple classmates have said. Huh. So it's just a weird. The guy's fucked up. I mean, the bottom line is he's a fucked up dude. Well, and then something that we wanted to address, too, was the two unnamed boys back in 2018. That, yeah. That said that they were going to shoot up a school in 2022. Yeah. Um, that there's no proof that Ramos was one of those kids. No. Right. But not yet. No, I haven't seen anything for it. But two boys at the time, they were 13 and 14, were arrested in 2018 for planning a Columbine-inspired attack on the Uvalde school in 2022. The boys who were not named at the time of their arrest would be 17 and 18 now. And so you were kind of thinking, okay, well, we just had an 18-year-old shoot up the school in 2022. You're putting two and two together. Could be him, but there's nothing to prove it yet, right? You don't have the, uh, as they call it, the sauce in the business to... Link, link those things together. It is very, you know, coincidental. Mm-hmm. I must say that. I mean, to pick the year 2022 when you're, uh, you know, in the year 2018. Um, I, know. I know that we, when we first were talking about this uh, situation, we were asking a lot of questions about like, and at the time, I don't, I don't even know if it's accurate going on, but we were like, you know, who was this kid seeking help at all? Like, was he talking to a therapist? Therapist, like, yes. Um, there are some reports, whether they're true or not, that are saying that he actually did see a therapist and this therapist happened to specialize in hypnosis, which oh is a, it's just an odd one. Yeah, that's weird. But I, I don't know that to be true. I'm just going to throw it out there because that's kind of what's circulating. I've seen something circulating on it. We'll never know. Like, yeah. that's the thing is like, you'll never know who the therapist is. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. why would you? HIPAA laws and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like. You're not going to find out his medical history. No, no. Although he's dead. So why can't we know his medical history? I still don't think you can share it. He's not a minor. I mean, maybe maybe if it's like part of like because it's part of this case, maybe if you did like a FOIA request or something, maybe. Yeah, since, let's do since it. he's no longer living. Well, I, mean, I'm just, I have no idea. My thing is, what's the point of a fucking therapist, man? You know, like just to get it off his chest, but like they're supposed to alert the authorities to uh, danger, you know, situations where they see something happening. You know what I mean? Like that's part of it. Like they, they're supposed to keep full secret until there's a a threat. So unless he was just not portraying a threat, uh, I I don't know, man. I, I, I just, at this point, like I would assume that any kid that's talking about like having thoughts of killing students or himself or, anything uh, to me all that is fair game at this point you know for sure dude and like you have to look at past cases mm-hmm. of you know like we saw we said that there was three facebook posts you know 30 minutes before the shooting right mm-hmm. like one before he shot his grandma one after he shot his grandma and one right before he entered the school yeah. right also what, chat with the german gal yes you know there's this weird yeah. chat that's going back and forth there i saw something like where he was posting nudes or some yeah. shit like shit was getting weird right mm-hmm. and it could have been caught if you are this therapist maybe have access to his social media accounts and keep an eye on that and be like hey um authorities you might have an issue here mm-hmm. you know this kid might be a, a a problem you know what i mean yeah i do do but you have to look at so I, I've been hearing that this is being compared to the Parkland shooting quite a bit because mm-hmm. of the delayed response, yeah. right? The, the cops waited an hour yeah. to go in. Dude, we had a good conversation about this off, off there and just, ah, fuck man. Uh, the videos of the parents and shit, like 
Do you have the video? I have so I have some. Yeah, for sure. I got some different vid- okay. videos on on my TikTok. I think I sure. have some on Twitter bookmarks um, or at least one. I mean, like, yeah. you know, there was, I got a clip of uh, one of the fathers who's just like, dude, I asked the cop, just give me your fucking gun and, and a fucking vest. I'll go in there and take care of this Absolutely. shit Absolutely. Yes. Like, you know, that's the thing is like uh, a good parent. You're, you're going to fucking take one for your kid, bro. You're, you're, like, that's not even a fucking, that's not a thing. That's not even a fucking questionable thing. You know, if your kid's in danger, you see something happening, like you're, you become Superman at that yeah. point. You know, like, you know, yep. you're not giving a shit about yourself. And the fact that these cops, I mean, I, I, you know, I do understand that they're trying to keep things organized, I guess would be the best thing. Like they don't want, you know, just random parents running it all over the place. They don't know. But at the same time, like if you were doing your job, they wouldn't be doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that you're standing there with a fucking AR and sidearms and a fucking helmet and vest and you're waiting for more. You're waiting for more. Exactly. Yeah. Like there was, a, I, I didn't, I don't even think I saved the fucking clip. I wish I would have. I, I had the clip, the, uh, the one of the, I don't know who he was. He was like some fucking high up dude. Some, you know? Yeah. And he was saying like, yeah, we had 19 officers in the fucking building. Yes. 19. Yeah. 19, 19 on that. officers. And he said, we had, we had everything to, to stop the situation, but the person in charge, was wanted more equipment. So they waited for the SWAT. Fuck you, man. Yeah. Like, you have equipment. You got a kid who le- supposedly left his fucking bag of ammo outside, supposedly. Yeah. So you got a kid with a gun, powerful gun, you know, sure. But you got 19 fucking trained guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I At that point, I don't know what the fuck your concern is anymore. Like, are you, are you concerned with, like, missing or hitting something? I'm sure there's lots of children around you know but no, he's already were, taking take they were kids putting out. their safety before the kids are safe that's, that's, that's what exactly it is. what yeah. they were doing i'm just i'm just saying like what would be the reasons for holding back <clears throat> there's there no, are none there's no reason no if he's in there just pegging off kids like <clears throat> well, go I, in there and do what you can to can prevent absolutely. it from happening any yep. fucking morning. and i i showed you this uh jesse kelly tweet and he's 100 fucking percent right he tweeted out and said uh cop or no cop if someone is shooting kids and you have a weapon in your hands you need to get in a gunfight yeah you either you win or you lose, but you got to get in a gunfight. There's no other choice. You protect the fucking kids. Yeah, well, yeah. The thing is, they had a drill. They had an active shooter yeah. drill at this school months beforehand, like back in March. They had an active shooter drill where one of the the one of the uh, teachers who got killed, mm-hmm. her husband is a police officer, and her husband played the active shooter yeah. in the drill. Very odd. Right. Yep. So these these officers know what the fuck to do. They're they just got trained on it. This is what I hate about the mess that media gets us into. Right. Because you get these early reports that aren't accurate. So some of this shit may not be 100 percent, but there are definitely reports out there that there were cops that had entered the building early, early on. And they were retrieving their own children out of the building. Oh, shit. You know? Yeah, Chris, go to Twitter real quick. Because, um, um, I, yeah, I got some videos I want to show too, and I, I have a, a a tweet that because Chris just played that tweet, which I agree with. That guy's absolutely correct, man. If you are armed, absolutely. What is the point of you having a firearm if you are not going to use it to help innocent people? Yeah. Um, this one tweet here, uh, and I can't see who it's from. Right off the top of my head, it says our culture has moved in such a negative direction in the last decade. 
I'm not sure first responders would run up to the World Trade Towers today, which think about that. Culture rot has consequences when you make heroes of people who contribute nothing and demonize those who risk everything. So you've over the past couple of years, not only have we put police in a fucking terrible situation, we've got rid of so many good police officers because of the bullshit that's been yes. going on. Yeah. Now we got a bunch of young guys. It's a different culture, man. It's a it's different follow, fucking, follow orders. And it's also, you know, the whole idea of like risking your own neck. Like, I, you know, there's a part of me, I understand the shit that some of these police officers have been through. Like, their whole thing is like, fuck, I ain't going to deal with that shit. I ain't fucking put myself in that situation. Not right. Then leave. I know, but yeah, I know, I know. And I'm, I'm saying it's not right, yeah. dude. I'm just saying, like, society in this country specifically has really damaged the police force. Dude, they have. And they've put it to where people don't want to be that guy anymore. Yeah. They don't want to be that guy anymore. And that Trade Center thing, like, hit home because you remember that. Like, dude, that shit was burning fucking people jumping out of the fucking windows and shit. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about the conspiracy behind it. I'm just saying there was a lot of shit going on and there was a lot of fucking really brave fucking people that were running straight into that shit. Yeah. And I don't know. Well, and that's the part that I don't understand because in this active shooting drill, that's part of the, the scenario. Mm -hmm. They mentioned in this, in this document. So on Twitter, Chris, it's that Mike Baker tweet. So Mike Baker, he's on, uh, he's a blue check guy on Twitter, but he was looking into this whole training mm -hmm. and he's like, yes. So if you go down a couple, you'll see that, yes, there was a document here. Keep on going. And it shows that Stop the, the officer's first priority is to move in and confront the attacker. Okay. And then if you go to the next one, uh, go to the next tweet. Because the, the whole idea was you had to wait for backup, right? But this this is saying that time is of the essence, right? Time is the number one enemy during active shooter response. Yep. The short duration and high casualty rates produced by these events requires immediate response to reduce the loss of life. In many cases, that immediate response means a single solo officer response until officer or until uh, such times, such times as other forces can arrive. That was a weird sentence. The best hope that innocent victims have is that officers immediately move into action to isolate, distract, or neutralize the threat, even if that means one officer acting alone. Yeah, so they're saying that in a situation where you're the only acting officer on the scene, you are to engage the situation knowing that backup is on the way to try to do what you can to, to relieve the death. Yeah. And, and that was not the fucking case. Dude, and it goes on to say if you can't accept this responsibility mm -hmm. because you might die. If you can't accept this, then you need to go find another line of work. There, there's, oh man. Yeah, I, I have a video too. I, I'm pretty sure it's this dude, but it, it's, a, it's a good video. And he's an ex-officer. And, and what he says is, um, yeah, I'll wait for it. We'll play that. If you can go to uh, my my um, TikTok real quick, please. I got a couple videos on here that I just want to kind of throw out there. They're quick. And we'll just kind of get them out there in rapid fire. Yeah, and kind dude, of just yeah, put them into um, so obviously the first one we've already kind of reflected to down right below you, that one there, this is the video of the initial, like right after the yes. shooting, this was yeah. the, um, whoever the fuck this guy was. And he was talking about why okay. they didn't go in. And we, we, you know, some of you have probably heard this already, but too he's, bad. He's You're talking again. to Wolf. Wolf Blitz. The active shooter situation, you want to stop the killing, you want to preserve life, but also the American people need to understand is that officers, um, they could have been shot, they could have been killed. And That's so literally a But I've seen the clip, and it's what he's talking about, man. They, they, people are railing this dude because they're like, 
You're concerned about yourself? Yeah, kids were being shot in the head, bro. I mean, like, I, I listen, trust me, bro. I get it. These guys have families. These guys have children. They want to go home. But don't do that fucking job. Yeah. Uh, there was an army veteran who came out and was like, yeah, I, I would have loved to have said that when I was in Iraq. Kicking doors down and shit, going into buildings I've never been into. Just be like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I want to live today. Like, you got to do what you got to do. You don't sign yeah. up for that shit. You know what's what's happening. You know that this is a scenario that's going to fucking happen at some point. Yeah. Maybe not at a school, but it could be an armed robbery. It could be a fucking bank. Anything. Anywhere. You know that your life is online. It could be you just pulling somebody over. Yeah. Like, you can't. That That is so fucking crazy to me. It's yeah. a cop out is what it is. Oh, no pun intended, right? Or pun is. intended. That's what it was. Uh, keep going on that, though, Chris, if you don't mind. Just keep going. There's a couple on here that I want to I want to share. Um. Let's see what we got. So the, the, the dude with the glasses and the hat, this was the guy, and I just referred to him a little bit earlier. This is the dude that was, like, asking the police for their gun because yeah. they wouldn't do their fucking job. So let's you gotta rewind this a bit here. <laughs> I told one of the officers myself, if they didn't want to go in there, let me borrow a gun and a vest, and I'll go in there myself Yeah. to handle it up. And they told me, no. How does that leave you? Is it a feeling of hopefully you can anger, hear that frustration or- anger and frustration especially for the other people that lost their children in there so he's yeah. saying i asked the police for a gun and a vest to go handle the situation yeah that's told brutal no because there's other parents that were doing the same fucking thing yeah. man like hey let me in uh the one on the right there is some of the parents reactions um the one that's 3.4 million next to the guy that we just looked at so this is some of the uh parents who were who were uh upset Rightfully, you know, it says warning, distressing images. Yeah. Yeah, these are the parents. They want to get in and save their fucking kids. I see. Dude, you'd have to shoot me. The second comment, bro. The second comment on this, man. Don't worry, though. The cops made sure they got their kids out. Yeah. Full of blood. Yeah, I would I would get a bunch of dudes be like, hey, let's charge this fucking thing and we're gonna go inside and take uh care let's of this. watch this last one. We can kind of take a break from my, my section here. But that that bald gentleman is the uh he's the ex police officer. And it, you know, this is like forty five uh, seconds, but or it's a minute forty seven, but we don't need to watch the entire thing. But he's talking about being an ex police officer. Yeah. And uh just play it for um I was a cop, almost fourteen years on the job. Most of that here in North Texas, some up in Kansas City, most of that in patrol Got a cool shirt on the streets. On. Yeah, I was a few dude. years up in criminal investigations. I understand that job. As such, I have always refrained from being critical or judgmental of officers mm-hmm. in use of force situations, even deadly force situations, until all of the facts and circumstances were brought to light. I like this guy's name. Because I understand, number one, what it's like to do that job. And number two, that you really don't know what happened until you have all of the information. True, right? That -hmm. being said, some reports coming out today that I hope are not true. From what I understand now, there were officers on scene at the elementary school armed with rifles and ballistic vests who did nothing but wait for SWAT to arrive while the shooting unfolded. Nothing. How? How do you, as a police officer, sit outside of an elementary school with, if not direct knowledge, at least a pretty fucking good idea of what's going on in there and do nothing? This part, I think, is the one. Were you ordered to stand down? And if you were, why the 
fuck did you listen to it? I know men and women right now, myself included, who had that order come down. We'd have looked at each other and been like, fuck it. Yeah. We're going in. Absolutely. That is not bravado. That's the fucking job. There we go. God, I hope this report's not true. Yeah, the report's true, brother. We don't have. We ha- we have such a toxic society right now. And like it's you know when we when we do this podcast man and we kind of we just you know I don't want to say that we scratch the surface but we do a lot of times you know like we're hitting on the the main topics of issues that we we yeah. see as uh as fathers you know our students or whether it's you know the jab or anything else that's going on we kind of touch those things and we kind of break them down a little bit but like you don't realize how the toxicity kind of just really gets deep into the veins of this country and it does and you don't even think about all those things. You think about like, you know, we're losing police officers. These cities are more unsafe. There's more crime. There's more murder. Uh, we talk about you know rising prices and gas and trade deals and yada, yada, yada. And all those things do affect us. We all know that. Yeah. But when you actually like have a culture that <clears throat> hates the police as much as they have over the past couple of years, what that turns into is good people don't want to do that job anymore. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And what that leads to is the job needs to be filled. Well, and what you ended up having is the good people that were there left. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. Just said, yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, and the people that come in are they have to pay them more. They have to get them in quicker. They're entitled, and they're well, I wouldn't say they're entitled, but they may not be the right people. Or do you think that they would follow instructions more? Like, hold the line, stand down. I'm just saying, there's a lot of officers that left. I know in Seattle, fairly close to home here for us, Portland, there was a yeah. lot of officers, good re- officers who had many years left that quit. I would say yes, Greg. Yeah, I think right? there's, a, I think there's a lot of people. There may or may not be coming police officers now that grew up in the society we have now, and honestly, I don't know if a lot of them have the nerve or, or the morality to disobey an order when they know they should. Well, just it's common sense. When you guys say all the good ones left, what's, what are you left with? Yeah. What's the, re- what's the remaining force look like? A bunch of yes, men. Yes, sir. I'll do what you tell me to, sir. I'll stand here while children are shot and killed. Yes, sir. Now I do want to say not all cops would have done this and not all cops are like this no right no, no. like we got to draw that yeah. line too like yeah but we've is- had this discussion before man when we when we were talking about some of the things that have gone on over the past couple of years we've yeah. been critical and like we trust us we we like i have a lot of respect i'll speak for me i'm not gonna speak for you i, I have a lot of respect for police officers in general yeah it's a very tough job it's a very it dangerous job Dude, it's one of the toughest and i think you know if you're a good cop you deserve a lot of respect and our society and politicians don't make it easier on you. Yes. However, we have also been critical with cops taking orders and not following their oath. Yes. And this is is a situation right now that is no different than them going and arresting somebody for not following a fucking guidance from the state. This is no different. They're hearing something. They go, man, that's what the boss says. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at, like that cop was just saying, like, if you're a good cop and, and a moral person and you there are situations I could see them saying, hey, let's hold off for a second here. Like, you know, like maybe not quite as dire, but fuck, man, you got an elementary school. Like, please tell me one fucking situation that's more dire than that. Like yeah. w- one situation that wouldn't hit any fucking American and uh, human for that matter. Right in the fucking guts. You know what's going on. And yep. it's fucking 
the most innocent people in our society is getting taken advantage of at this very moment. Like that is exactly why you saw these parents rushing shit that you saw these people trying to break through. I mean, the cops were fucking arresting people, man. They were, t- they tased a person. I think. Yeah. They had them yeah, like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, and that's the thing too, is I, it makes you wonder and look at the outcome of this event is you have a bunch of people now going after the cops again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck the blue, you know, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost as if they're using this as another political mm-hmm. agenda to get rid of cops again. You know? No, for sure, dude. I mean, yeah, just coming at it from a different direction. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, what good are cops? You know, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what good are cops? Yeah, yeah, the problem is, is once again, they're, they're, you're taking a small sample of something, a situation that didn't go as it's supposed to go, didn't happen. I mean, I just, I, I just want to believe whether I'm accurate or not. I want to believe that if this happened 50 times in a row, that this particular situation would not have had this outcome. Yeah. The 49 other times. That's what I want to believe. Yeah. I want to believe that this is heinous and it's a, it's a terrible act. And all these pieces fell into place that made it so much worse than it had to be. And it was already going to be awful. One child would have been awful. I mean, we can all agree on that. Yeah. But this ended up being like a fucking massacre. Yeah. Over a whole lot of stupid things. Doors being left open. Keys not being found to get in. Extra equipment that wasn't needed. Stand and they admitted. And they had fucking admitted it, dude. The guy that I was telling you that we had 19 officers. They could have handled the situation. But the, the lead officer, whoever that was, the captain or whoever the fuck it is, yeah. wanted more equipment. So they waited. And it's wrong. We know it's wrong. Okay, well, that's easy to say after another 10 kids got shot. You know, so, yeah, it's easy to criticize the cops here, but we got to make sure that we're criticizing the captain or the police chief or that particular unit. Let's do that. Not all cops would have handled that. In fact, like that gentleman that said earlier, there's a lot of great cops that would have been in there knowing the consequences, knowing the possibilities would have been in there in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. God God bless the border agents who went in there. Right. That story is something I want to talk about after we talk about what we're going to be talking about. I want to bring that up because yeah. that dude supposedly, I mean, that's the shit that I like seeing. Like the bullet grazed his head. Well, yeah, but where, the situation that he was in, getting his whole haircut. Yes. Crazy okay. to me, uh-huh. you know. Well, you guys, we love Ghostbed. They have been a loyal sponsor with Drinking Bros over the last five years, and everyone raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever, and they're made in the U.S. of A, baby. Oh, yeah. Every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try it out now for 101 nights. If you don't like it, you can send it right back. No hard feelings from this Yes, guy. and our favorite part about these mattresses, everybody, the cooling technology, right? Minimal ball sweat. We'll put it that way, okay? Decrease ball sweat. I've heard. I've heard. Uh, Ghostbed also offers bundles, so you can get everything you need. Don't even really have to think about it, guys. You just go in there. You choose from one of their four mattresses that are available, and then you pick your bundle. So whether you want a mattress in a frame or you want it all, they have cooling pillow sheets like Greg was just talking about. You can get the best bang for your buck. Yeah, right now Ghostbed is offering 40% off of Ghostbed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base. Or you can get 30% off of everything. Just use Drinking Bros, the code, at ghostbed.com slash drinkingbros. Yeah, uh, you can get a mattress for like 35 bucks a month. Zero down, 0% financing plans for up to 60 months. 
Go check it out at ghostbeds.com backslash drinking bros. Yeah. And do you have an RV or a camper? Nope, but Chris does. Hell yeah. Get rid of that crappy mattress and get yourself a ghost bed for RVs, all right? You get 30% off your RV mattress. You use the code drinking bros. Absolutely, man. Uh, also, guys, we can talk about some Lucy. Do it. Lucy Gum, man. Look, we're all adults here, guys. I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, and just unwind after a long day. Mm. I, myself, am a big fan of this. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? And I know you can't pronounce the word lozenges, but I I can't. I I love lozenges. I love them, dude. Lozenges. The drip feels so good. Yeah, you're not the biggest nicotine user, but you exactly. have tried it in the smaller doses, yes. which is appropriate for what you're doing. Yeah. And it does help, man. It gives you a little bit of a boost. Yes, it's that nootropic boost, baby. Yeah. The the flavors are great, guys. The packages are great. Long-lasting. All different varieties of milligrams, so you can get any need for Greg or myself who likes it, the 12s. <laughs> and you guys get can order it for like a monthly delivery so you don't have to make those trips. Yes, if you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co. Oh. And use the promo code PARDON at checkout. Yeah. We do have to have this disclaimer warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Yes, remember if you're interested in the better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co. And be sure to use that promo code PARDON at checkout. Give yourself a little bit of a savings. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do this uh, border thing right now? Or do you want to uh, do one more? You want to go into Aura? What are you thinking? Yeah, let's do Aura. Okay. Well, hey, you guys, we just touched on this, right? We did. If you don't have a credit card, or if you do have a credit card, Mm -hmm. and you're worried about that identity being stolen, you know? Get yourself some Aura, because most credit card companies do a good job of protecting you, but what if a scammer files for unemployment in your name or a social media account? You know, you get hacked. Yep. Aura's protection goes well beyond just a credit card protection. Yeah. Uh, Every 10 seconds, someone becomes a victim of fraud or identity theft, which is just crazy to think about. Uh, 23% of those people lose money. So with Aura, million dollars in identity theft insurance to help recover your stolen funds and an experienced crew to kind of guide you through the system. One person get you all through it. Not a headache, low stress, get in and out. You know what I'm saying? Get your money back. Oh, yeah. Also, Aura is easy to set up. All plans come with $1 million in identity theft insurance to help you recover your stolen funds. And you have an experienced U.S.-based customer support that's got your back. Absolutely. So, guys, for a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners 30 days of free Aura experience. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When you visit Aura.com slash pardon. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Greg. Go to Aura.com slash pardon to get complete protection, huge savings, and that 30-day free trial. Mm-hmm. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon. Wow. Yeah, guys, Aura, the new standard in digital security. It's worth having. Do it to it, baby. Yeah, you never know. You oh, never yeah. fucking know. You never know when some lunatic's going to try to buy some guns. And yeah. some shitload of body armor underneath your name. You never know. I really do like our yeah. ads, though. I really do like all those companies. They're all fucking yeah, cool. Fuck yeah. Man. They're all fucking cool. Uh, but no, we talked about this guy. We talked about the uh, Border Patrol agent. And I don't even know his name. I know uh, it sounds really bad. I, did they reveal his name? I don't know. The story is uh, incredible if it's true. It's it's quite quite incredible. Um, yeah, getting his haircut at a barbershop. So that I heard was one guy. I don't know if that's the, actually the guy. Oh, so see, uh, I'm looking at this uh, Bortac Border Patrol agent who is wearing 
this hat yeah, grazed and it, the bullet grazed his freaking hat mm-hmm. when he went in. Right. Yeah. Talk about a close call, dude. Yes. Let me see if I can look up to make sure that I'm not inaccurate. On well, because I, I think you're I think you're on to something because there was a guy who was getting his haircut. Actually, my wife texted me because she's like, this is badass. Yeah. And <clears throat> he went to the school and helped children get out. Yep. Right. I thought it was a border. Pro- this was uh, Jacob Alvarado. Oh, it's an off duty police officer. Yes. So off duty police officer getting his haircut. Shoots the 30-year-old man suspected for Saturday shooting spree left to you. No, that's not it. That's a different thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so this this guy, he was just sitting down for a haircut, and he received this horrifying message from mm-hmm. his wife, who was a fourth-grade teacher at Ovalde, uh, and it says that, the, yes, there's an active shooter. Help. I can't find the article on it, so I guess maybe. Yeah, he, he was an off-duty Border Patrol agent charged into the school... While 19 police officers already were on the scene, stood outside. So, yeah. Yeah, but is that the guy that was at the barbershop? Either way. It looks like the guy who actually took the bullet here was this uh, tactical officer. Go up to that first uh, paragraph, if you don't mind, Chris. This guy was definitely not getting a haircut. Yeah, I mean, my question is, how did he get in? Right? He's like, hey, let me in. Because he had the 19 officers that were on the outside. This Border Patrol agent just kind of like, fuck it. I'm going to. See, here's the, here's the thing, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to talk about that a little more, but I, I don't want to say it if it's not true either. If you go down to those those uh, officers that you kind of <clears throat> just showed pictures of right there, that one, even the ones below it, the people here, this is from New York Post. I mean, these dudes are packing some pretty pretty decent heat right here. Yeah. And if you go down here, you got guys with sidearms, you got bulletproof vests, you, like What's the fucking point of me giving you money as a taxpayer? Yeah. If you have all this shit that makes you look tough and you're not going in there and taking care of business. Dude, you know, got it. Yeah. That's the thing is like, there's a lot of money that goes into that. Yep. And they, they were prepared. They went through the training. They had the active drill. They knew exactly what to do. I mean, they knew that one officer is all that was needed there. Mm. Right. There's just a lot of things that we can do. It's not going to stop any of this, but there's things that we can do to prevent these things from maybe having so much casualty. There's been a lot of people posting videos about, you know, like, hey, you know, these doors on the in these classrooms are cheap fucking doors. You know, what I mean, like they're not a lot of great doors, you know. Well, it was propped open, too. I mean. No, no, no. I'm talking about the classroom doors inside the classes, yeah. like the doors that they have. They're That's like, true. even if you lock them, you could shoot a it couple, open, right? couple shots to the, you know, it's in the right place. will open these doors up. Mm. We sent 50, 40 million, but actually more to fucking Ukraine. Billion. Yeah. 40 billion. Like you break that down. I think there was something like 99,000 elementary <laughs> schools or schools or something like that in the country. I can't remember if it was elementary or as a whole. But the point is, is like you break that money down that we just gave off. Yeah, we, which by the way we gave to Ukraine for guns. Yep, which they're saying is terrible. Oh yeah, but we can you know got to make sure I've the other seen, countries are uh, well rounded. I've seen memes that are like Ukrainian family well armed. That's okay. Yeah, American family armed. No, no. But like they broke it down to something. I don't remember how much money it was, but each school can get so much money. Uh, four hundred thousand dollars, somewhere around there. Four hundred eighty thousand dollars. This would have been delivered to every school. That would have got you a couple on duty officers. Ex, you know, Chris said last time. Uh, ex-military, right? They're willing to work, pay them. It also could upgrade your doors. Like, let's be real. Like, the doorway 
is an important thing. Like that is the entry point to your classroom. Yeah. If you use, or if you have an older school that you got these like hollow doors or they're not very sturdy doors, like let's fucking upgrade that shit. For sure. And like Chris was saying, there's ways to make this look nice people. Like we don't have to make this look like a fucking militarized police force type of prison. Dude, get a metal door. You paint whatever fucking color you want. Yeah. There's automatic locking systems. There's like, there's so many different things that we could, we could do. Well, yeah, like we said before, like there's no reason why every school in the office or or somewhere that only one or two people know about. Why can't there just be a button like a lockdown button that just locks and closes everything? Mm. Yeah. Well, but then again, you could barricade yourself in with the shooter, too. And I think that that's what they were treating this as. Like, I I, I, don't, I heard the word like barricade and I'm like, yeah. what the hell? What? What? But it shouldn't have got to that point. Exactly. That's the thing, dude. Like, but that's it, the thing. If you if it's you got a lockdown button, it locks everything. So if he's in a room by himself and they push that button, he's locked in that fucking room. They were saying if he's locked room. in with kids. That's yeah. Yes. So then, well, but now if you got a well but teacher. They have they should have plenty of fucking warning or idea what's going on before and he gets anywhere close to kids. Oh yeah, dude. Did you see that video of the the Florida I think it was the Florida sheriff? <clears throat> He's basically saying, if you come to the school with a gun, we're going to shoot you before you get into the school oh, and yeah. you'll be graveyard dead or something yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, OK, that's, that's no, cool. that's what we, we said that he, yeah. he should have. His brain should have been on the concrete outside before this ever happened. Absolutely. My problem with it ultimately is, is we have, you know, we have vehicles and we all know that people die in vehicle accidents. Right. So they don't they don't ban vehicles. They yeah. improve vehicles. They make them safer. They Absolutely. put better roll cages in. They put better steel, better structure, better brakes, better fucking all of it. Better warning signs. Uh, you know, there, there's yeah. a laundry list of things that they continually up increase and upgrade in vehicles to make sure that they're safer and that mortality rates and vehicle crashes go down. And they and have like the number one pushback against like um, arming up our schools, mm. you know, at least like making it a little bit more defensible. And now th- there's people that are saying, you want to just make our schools look like prisons? Like what kind of dystopian nightmare do you want our kids to go through every day? That's traumatic, you know? Yeah, it's traumatic. Hey, you know what? I say if you push that lockdown button, there's also Gatlin guns that come off the roof <laughs> and like laser point wherever the targets are. Yes, Terminator style. Yeah. But see, I didn't see the same kind of pushback with the TSA. Like, look at after 9-11, you had the TSA, like, militarized exactly. as fuck. I mean, get in line. Go through this metal detector. What the fuck are you doing? Get over here. I'm going to sp- spread your legs, sir. They're, they're trying to go straight for the weapons. And there was an article that was saying, like, uh, I think it was something Al Jazeera or some bullshit. But they were like, you know, in the minds of Republicans, why they refuse to back down from the 2A shit. You know, I'm like, fuck right off, bro. Like, first of all. It's because you're going straight to guns. Yeah. And and it doesn't make sense. Your it, it argument just doesn't, doesn't make sense. Like taking away the guns does not make sense. No. Right. Um, but we can do things to improve the situation. Yeah. Arming your teachers is one way to improve the situation. Absolutely. If, they, if they want to be. If they want to be. There was a teacher that came out and he made a great video and he was saying, hey, listen, I, you know, I've uh, I'm trained. I've been trained for a long time. I would be more than happy to. And. I don't understand how any parent wouldn't feel safe in the situation that this school just went through. If I'm not standing on the other side of the door, aiming at the door, waiting for that motherfucker to come in here so I can pop his ass right before he walks in. Like, yes. I, I, you know, 
Yeah, like, and then people are like, well, the kids, the, you know, the kids are going to see this. I'm like, the kids are, those kids that live through this are fucking, think about what they just yeah, said. Holy bro. shit. Yeah. Exactly. Are you fucking kidding They're, me? The, a lot of them are going to be dealing with this forever. Yes. Well, and so the one thing that I did find odd is that this happened, the shooting happened days before Trump was going to speak at the NRA event, right? Mm-hmm. And did you watch any of that? I have a clip. I didn't get a uh, I watched it. the protesting. Yes, and yeah. that's kind of what it, So first, I wanted to play this clip of what Trump talked about because he does talk about arming the schools. Let me get you one here. Oh, here we go. Not good. Ah, oh, dang nope, it. Nope. You went too quick. Yeah. Went too, too quick. quick. I got I to gotta get that. So yep. it's, on, it's on Twitter. So let's see. Is it in the bookmarks or? No, just it's open. It's an open tab. So um, maybe try the fourth tab up there. Yep, that one. Nope. Go to the next one. Oh, Jesus. Next one. There we go. Yeah. So let's play this first and then let's get into the fucking the queens that are outside screaming at everybody. Oh, boy. All right. Here's what Trump has to say. Whatever our differences may be on other issues, what on earth is stopping Democrats from immediately passing measures to ramp up school security? I'm reading like a robot. How many more tragedies will it take until they agree to set aside their far left political agenda and do what is really needed and what actually works? This is not about virtue cycling and signing. This is about blaming your enemies. No, we don't want to do that. This is about saving our children's lives. Yes, that's what we want to do. Surely we can all agree our schools should not be the softest target. Our schools should be the single hardest target in our country. <clears throat> okay, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so, I mean, he sounds like a robot when he's reading off of a teleprompter. Uh, generally, when he is in a situation where he's trying to be more, uh, you know, uh, feelings, emotional, emotional yes. it's a very, you know, it's a little more robotic. I'll, I'll always say that about him. But <laughs> there is something that we all must do. And yeah, the is. thing is, is uh, my, my <laughs> yeah, to his point, we have tried a lot of things. We have tried more laws. We've tried more regulations we've tried different background checks that shit does not work oh yeah dude what we haven't tried is arming teachers fuck yeah let's do it and actually there's that clip going around and why why yeah that one school already had their teachers are already armed their pastor was on like here's the deal like i okay so in my building of work i don't know about yours but in mine we have we have a couple doors right uh but we have our entry exit door you know what i'm saying to come in and out there is a couple other doors in the building, but those are alarmed and they stay locked unless you, you know, there's a fire. fire yeah. Why is there more than one entry in a school? Those doors should be fucking a, it's no different than a fucking like preschool or something like that. Those yeah. doors are fucking locked because they do not want a kid accidentally like opening up the door and just taking off out true. Of the back. Lock the shit up. You have your entryway. You have the only entry to that fucking school is that front fucking entry. Mm. When school starts, the doors are fucking sealed. There is no fucking dumbass teacher opening that shit up and getting some breeze in there. Yeah, It's fucking locked. There's no other access points. You have one entry, one exit, period. That immediately solves the problem because guess what's right in the front entry generally? A Gatling gun. A Gatling gun. A fucking cannon. <laughs> and a shitload of Fuck crocodiles. The Gatling gun. I want a fucking... 
Yeah. I wanted to hiss for a minute before it hits that fucking guy. You have to walk through the fucking gauntlet to get. But yeah, what I'm saying is, is when you walk into a school, (laughs) I mean, we got everything in general. uh, Now, some schools are open campus style schools, right? We we have a couple of those. But I'm saying in general, in a concealed school, you walk into the front entry, and what's the first thing that you are by the offices? Yeah, Yeah. that's where your principals at, your vice principal, your secretaries. If a gunman comes in. You know, at least arm the fuck somebody in that joint. Yeah. At least have your officer, one officer there that's in a, in a in a little box, you know, protective box. So like, I can't come and just pop him right off the bat and get that over with. I'm just saying, like, what are we doing with these open fucking doors? What are we doing with all these exit points and entry points? Now, obviously, we want to be able to have kids get out there's a fire. That's easy. You keep them no fucking handles on the outside. In my work, the outside doors, they don't even have handles on them, bro. They can only be. You can only get at them from inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, A, why that's a thing. I don't know why that's a fucking thing. And and to me, that doesn't militarize the school. That is just making sure that the students have one entry yeah. X point. That way, if a kid runs out, you see For him sure. running out. And the whole militarize yeah. the school thing, you're like fucking being a pussy. Okay. Well, no, you're you're being because what you you know what the problem is is remember those old movies that we saw. I mean, there was a couple. Uh, I can't think what it, what Hillary Swank I think was in one of them. No. The old L.A. one where yeah. she had the troubled kids and shit, and you had these schools that are graffiti ridden. I think that fucking, was Gangsters you know. Paradise with Coolio. Well, that was one of those, but that wasn't this one. It was like the letter ones, or where they wrote the letters to themselves or whatever the fuck it was yeah one of you guys know but the point is is they it always they paint this image right where you come in there's fucking there's uh you know the metal detectors everywhere and there's yeah. police everywhere and it looks yeah. fucking you know and, and you go into an elementary school and you expect to see like kids hard and fucking colorful shit and a lot of it's kind of goofy looking but hey you know it's that's elementary school man they yeah. got the tiger and shit and yeah. all that whatever so, yeah, we can do things to your point greg we can do things to keep the school looking they don't even know what that shit is Kids don't know what the fuck that shit is. You get a fucking metal detector in the front entryway and it, it surrounds the thing. They don't even know what they're walking through. It's a fucking door to them. And, so and just, in, a, in a way, it almost uh, it's like because you know how we used to have the dare program. I don't know if yeah. they still have that, but uh, that got kids used to seeing cops because mm-hmm. remember, like you, you'd be like, oh, it's a police officer. Like when you were a kid, I was never like afraid of the cops. Maybe this is my white privilege here. Uh, everybody. But I, I was like, oh, there's, a, you know, he has a gun and whoa, my gosh, like he's got like stuff on like armor. Well, yeah. Stuff. Well, that, 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 like you're saying, they made a point to come to schools and introduce themselves to the kids. Yeah. That way they, if they were like in our, in our town, they would always come in for like show and tell or something. When I was in grade school, cops would come in. Like there was kids on, in our class that had a dad that was a cop and he'd come in and he'd show his gun and like all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure they but still do that. His, his whole point was. I'm not here just to tell you what a cop is, what a cop is. I'm here. So you're not afraid of me. I see all you kids running around town and having fun at the park. And when you see me come up, I don't want you to be afraid of me. Fuck yeah. And think about if that was at your school every single day, you'd be like, Oh, Hey, what's up, Bob? Yeah. I'm glad you're here protecting me, Bob. Uh, What you want to go to lunch there? You know, you you would know your police at a younger age in your community. Yeah. I, I think that needs to become more of a thing. Like kind of like it was. All the kids need to know who the cops are. Introduce yourselves. I just feel like culturally that's just not accepted anymore. I think there's so many people that are just like, I don't want my. But well, you know what? There are, there are some, I know, I there are some things fucking... in culture that don't need to go away. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying I can see it now. There's just going to be people like I don't want my kids around. I don't trust cops. I don't see? fucking like them. That's what it is. It's dude. fucking crazy, and that's what I'm saying. That's that toxic shit that yeah. we're dealing with, yeah. man. Uh, Speaking of toxic shit. 
<laughs> these women that are outside of this NRA. So, okay, let's let's play this one first because this that's woman, a terrible still frame for yeah, by the way. People were asking like to, <laughs> to to caption the video. Is this the funny one or is this the actual one? This is the actual one. Okay. So there's two actual ones, and I want to I want you to pause here at like two seconds and almost three seconds. Let's okay? Pause it right here. This shit is <laughs> all right. Bananas. <laughs> yes. So. You know before we even play this what this is. Like She's that's got, the saddest part of this this world right now. So here we go. Oh God! How, oh, how are you wearing a Beto shirt? Like two seconds. Right, right here. Look. Okay. No, no. Keep on. Right there. Look at her eyes. Watch, she's gonna look right oh, there. Oh, she looks. Oh, out. look at those the crazy eyes, dude. Oh, she's got the demon eyes. in there, dude. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and play this because this gets a little rowdy here. Shit, piece of shit, piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Braveheart. Fuck your guns. That are on the battle lines. Ah, prepare for war. God. Fucking murder! Oh, thumbs up, thumbs up, kids! Not, I'm gonna go fucking no. celebrate. Okay, celebrating? I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Dude, uh, I, I want to say that this has to be one of the smelliest events. I, I, it has to be so odor ridden. <laughs> well, so so here's what like, I wanted to point out. Dude. Definitely hold in odor, and I guarantee there's a Is lot. Is that of girl wearing a Beto? That's why I said, shirt? who yes. would wear a Beto shirt? So so pause it at three seconds. Like, cause this woman at first is just cold open. Piece of shit. Piece of shit, piece of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this woman in the Beto shirt is looking at this woman who just yelled piece of shit like, yeah. you are insane. Yeah. Look at her. <laughs> She's like, what is this woman doing, right? However, there's another video of the Beto girl going equally as nuts. Oh, yeah? And I was like, okay, uh... Yeah, she's not all there either. She's not actually looking so, at her concern. She's looking at her like, I can one-up you. <laughs> yeah, she's like, <laughs> that's all you got? You. Yeah. Yeah, so go back, and then it's the next video up. There you go. Yeah. Here we are. Here's Beto, girl. All righty. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ay, ay. How do you want to go out? So she's screaming at two black police officers, calling them both fucking disgusting pigs. Because she's like, you two are black. How could you be protecting them? Can you go back like, to her? She's a white girl. Like a talking frame of her. Like her. Okay, let's go back real forward just oh a little boy. bit. Forward. Just where the hand pops up there. Right there. Go, go. I just want to see your hand real quick. Oh, yeah. No ring. What? Yeah, I was, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no one fucking wants to marry her. Uh, oh yeah, no ring. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking. I'm, I I look. At, that's my telltale sign. Yeah. Are you married? Um, I'm not. Nothing against people that aren't married, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, maybe that's a reason. You know, maybe yeah. the guys like. Mm. Yeah, you're crazy. Because if you're like this for this, like, yeah. boy, if you take a shit too long, it's gonna be fucking hell in that house, oh, man. Oh boy. You know what I mean? I'm not liking this at all. Well, you know those armpits are pretty hairy. I bet you. I mean, oh, I just got to say it. So, yeah, that was outside of the NRA because they're just saying, you know, how could Trump be going to this pro-gun thing after freaking kids were murdered? Dude, what the fuck? See, uh, listen, we could talk about this for hours. I know. At the end of the day, like, there are an overwhelming amount of responsible gun owners. Yes. Who you want on your side. Like, in any situation. How was this situation stopped? No, it's not. Like It was a good you, guy with a gun. No, and the the truth is, is they're never going to get it. They're never going to give the opportunity to have somebody speak about it. 
and try to be open-minded about it. And that's, that's, that's where we're at with this fucking world right now. There's mm. two different worlds that people are living in. And, um, you know, to them, nothing that is going to happen is good enough. And to us, nothing that they do and scream is going to change anything either. So mm. oh, breaking nine one one right now. Copper S. Washington State boy with loaded handgun at high school. Oh, see, but this is the thing. Just oh. just about six hours ago, there was a uh, fifth yeah. grade Florida boy. It's like was everywhere now. It's just shoot up school. it's like a trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then there was the. I think it was. Oh boy, where was this at? Louisiana. I don't know. There was a an, an event for Memorial Day. A lot of people were shot. One dead. So I'm just saying that it's. Oh, it's close by. You know, Heritage High, Heritage High School in Clark County. Oh, yeah. Heritage. Yeah. I used to work at Heritage. So is that where you cleaned the, the shitters? I, I did That's a, where you worked I, I for, a day. for less than a day. <laughs> yeah, I did a day of shitter cleaning there. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, you know. I. So anyway, I it's, mean. it's I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't want to obviously continue this like going down the road. I think that. Dude, they're going to. I mean, no, I mean us. Like you know, that I think everybody is in the same boat here. I think it's we can acknowledge and the, and the, you know the the worst part about it, honestly, oh, he he was uh protecting himself. He, the juvenile stated to police and the the facility that he had no intention of hurting himself or anybody else. Yeah. He, he had it in his backpack. Well, yeah. he just got caught, bro. You're gonna say what he can. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he just he just watched a bunch of kids on the news get shot up. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's so, true. Yeah. Dude, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have kids bringing guns to school because they want to protect their ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like, and, it, and it was a high school. So, I mean, he he was probably, it doesn't say how old he was. Well, and there's kids around here who know how to shoot, bro. I mean. Oh, yeah. There's a large majority of kids around here that hunt every yes. day. Yes. So. Yeah. So, good luck. Uh, I mean. Uh, you know what's upsetting to me is like just that this stuff always trumps the uh, you know some of the important shit. Name one of the kids that got killed. I I can't. Yeah, you know. So that that's where that's where it sucks. That's where it's like you know. There's obviously like there's a lot of news that comes in, and, and there's a lot of things that we want to discuss because culturally, and and for the protection of our kids and society, like there's things that we want to have discussions about about what we can do to improve shit. But at the end of the day, the worst part about this is there's a lot of people that know this killer's name. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that don't know, even know a name of one student that was killed or one of the teachers that was killed. And, and so it's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we, we are in a point where we have this much trauma yeah. that we forget about the important things about somebody just lost their life. Yeah, people died, everybody. Families got fucked up. Absolutely. You know, I was thinking so, about it today. I'm like, you know, like, this is the first weekend that somebody is childless. Yeah. Or a lot of people are, you know? So I'm just, or husbandless or wifeless. Never. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah enjoy, uh, you know, your time on this earth, everybody, because you never know. I'm just saying, like... Every well, every second is precious. I would just say, you know, for me, it's like it's just a, another reminder that, like, you know, you get in a hurry in the morning to go to work. Kiss your kids, man. Tell them you love there you them. Go. Uh, always hug them day. when you get the opportunity, and uh, take care of yourselves. Yes. All right. And thanks for joining us, everybody. Get on part of my yes. Thank you, everybody. Get our new '90s T-shirt. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Please Pars go are on check that shit out. I'm gonna be rocking one of those soon. Alrighty, everybody. Till next time, Sayonara. See ya.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.